You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Oz Network for our continued coverage of Total Drama Island. Was it last week amazing? I think it was one of the top tier episode recaps we've ever done. Uh, and I'm not being biased in any way, considering I was on that episode. But we are here to talk about probably the best episode of the season. I'm already calling it. Uh, haters, comment below at all the, the hate you want to give us. Uh, Chris Dixon, please bash me more on Facebook if you want. But this is the best episode of the season. And I will have no debate about it. We're going to get into it right away because it's so good i'm rossi and i'm just i'm really upset because i didn't get my sunset sally bike for christmas and i'm jared and i just want to say cool mold spores that's the one you prepare (laughs) uh clearly the second best quote of the episode third come on sunset sally true and i did love will i be stuck hosting reality tv for the rest of my life which is a not so subtle dig at jeff probes (laughs) I should have used that for this. Let me start ghosting to the Island. Recaps for the rest of the... Anyway, this the episode. This is the episode, right, Taryn? Oh, it's just... It's everything. And so this... I suppose it's so special because, like, this is, like, the born... What spawned this podcast. This is, like, the genesis. This The moment from this episode that started all of this. Yeah, I just can't... It's just so good. Yeah, so like as Jared alluded to, this was the episode that gave me the awareness that other people were interested in this show because uh, I tweeted this moment and Jared was like, when are we doing it? And then after that, it sort of snowballed into a full episode and, and we got Colin on board and, and Ivan joined up later on and everyone was just so excited to talk about it. We got a lot of you know, positive feedback and downloads and everything. And so like this was the moment that really, this episode was really what spawned the the podcast and also the most infamous moment of the entire series, I would argue even maybe uh, the elimination of this episode. And I would encourage anyone who's like hesitant to watch episodes or just like likes hearing us in the background. This is the one to watch if you haven't. Mm. And the Teletoon version of not the Cutting Network version of this episode. Yeah. Try and find the official release or not the re-release or something like that. Cause I think the Cartoon Network version was, right because that's how i watched the original episode like first watching it through the cartoon network so like and that was good so i just think there's been a re-release that's caused some confusion and chaos so watch the official version that you can the teletoon or the official cartoon network version and if you can't there is a many youtube clips with the official elimination out there so if you get the bad version go out and watch that but now that we've got all those people who are going to come back eventually and listen to the episode gone. We have to talk about this episode. Was it everything you envisioned it would be watching it? It was as soon as like the challenge is revealed um, is when kind of it dawns on me. Like this is that episode. This is the episode with uh, the best elimination moment, the highlight of uh, the first season, if not kind of the entire franchise. Um, and yeah, it lived up to the hype. I think kind of even outside of of the elimination, this episode is kind of good on its own in the lead up. And I feel like we get a lot of people's personality and this 
the breakdown of the relationship between Heather and Lindsay, I think, is really well built up across kind of last episode and this episode. So it doesn't feel like something that comes uh, completely out of the blue, I suppose, as kind of even episodes earlier on in the season where we see kind of signs that something may go wrong when, like, Beth, like, uh, leaves the alliance and then sees Heather for who she really is, I suppose, is kind of uh, looking back on it, maybe kind of one, another point that points to uh, this relationship fracturing later in the game. But, um, no, it definitely lived up to the hype and, and I enjoyed it the whole way through. Yeah, I would agree. There was some times throughout the season where I was like, ooh, like Lindsay's, like, I, I knew this moment was coming, the elimination of, of Lindsay at the hands of Heather. And uh, there were moments like the Beth, Bell, Beth elimination where I was like, yeah, there's like some like light shining there. Uh, and then a few times later, I think the where she was competing in some of the challenges that, that we could with against slash with slash against Heather and stuff like that, where I was just like, Lindsay's like queuing in on stuff, but she doesn't realize it quite yet. And I was last episode I was alluding to like when I had finally realized what this when this episode was coming up next. And that was when Heather knocked Lindsay over and spilled all of the nail polish on the floor. And like she was genuinely upset about this. And I was like, oh, I know it's coming next. Even though I thought that people were eliminated before Lindsay was, I like just knew that it was coming up next. And when I saw that it was the bike challenge, I was just like, this is the episode. And I surprisingly remembered nearly almost everything from this episode, which is really shocking. Not everything, like not every clip of animation or whatever, but like the whole plot, like stuck in my head about Lindsay doing the course and then Heather doing this and the bike swap, everything was like in my mind. And I know that you said briefly last time or in this episode that you were like, not everything was there. What did stand out from your like, oh, I remember that. I think most of the episode definitely kind of like the initial like bike moment, um, uh, the super powered bike for Heather dismantling um, Chef's motorbike. Um, I think the only thing I was kind of uh, hazy on was the uh, way that the elimination came about. Somehow in my head, I thought that Lindsay kind of uh, won the challenge, but then was eliminated because she won the challenge, uh, which doesn't make sense. But I thought there was some, like, I knew it was some, like, technicality and clause uh, that sent her home. But I thought she actually was kind of the first to finish the challenge. And by being the first, like, she was eliminated because of some sort of reason. Yeah, so essentially the the challenge is the building of the bikes. But there's a lot of layers of a twist in this challenge. It is, like, a he twist-heavy episode for that. Um but pretty much they have to build their own bikes and and they think that that's the entire challenge. So we get a lot of different things where like Heather's trying to get Lindsay to build her own bike and steal parts from Chef's motorbike, like you said. And other people are like, like Izzy, Izzy makes her own like entire wooden bike and, and like Lashana's like apparently doesn't know what bike parts are or something like that. I'm not quite sure what that storyline was all about. Uh and then we kind of yada yada everyone else's bike building, except for obviously the main two characters of the episode where they, they build their own bike. And Lindsay's got this whole thing that she never got a bike as a Christmas gift. So she's like impassioned to build her own oh, was it Sunset Sally bike. 
Uh, and just so many cl- fun moments here, especially when, you know, Heather's forcing Lindsay to bike or steal the bike parts. And, and then as karma, that the infamous bird that we love so much, like just poops all over her. And, and then that bird later comes back. I forget what, what did Owen do to the bird? Owen did something to the bird in this episode, but it was, it was just the bird was back as well. So this like made it even better of an episode. Yeah. Bird heavy episode with like the two appearances. Uh, did you, you remember, you obviously said you remembered the, uh, dismantling of chef's bike and did you remember though like the mechanics of what you know Lindsay had had to do in terms of the bike building like with this special mechanical override or something like that yeah i definitely remember that heather's had like a boost to it um i didn't remember that like somehow like duncan's is entirely the same the same slash even better his is some uh like electric bike um so that was kind of a surprise i suppose like what i really love about this episode is the fact that the bikes really like represent everybody's character well um which i think is a really like nice touch like these could have just like i mean they look crummy and handmade most of them but it could have just been like all of them look kind of similar and really badly put together but the fact they've gone to all this effort to make each bike really represent the character's personality um is a really nice touch and then it just makes it really funny when you see like uh, the bike swap and these characters are riding bikes that like don't suit them at all and it's a kind of a really weird situation yeah, I just think it's it's really fun. And the backstory moments too of like uh Lindsay with the sunset Sally and then like has like LaShawn had never ridden a bike before and then Izzy's uh, Izzy's brother used to be a mechanic before he got like run over or whatever it was. Um like there's all this like backstory interwoven into like these characters in this episode, which is really nice. Yeah, and then we get a little bit from from DJ who's like terrified of like doing this challenge and rightfully so these are like scary to make your own bike out of like rocks and sticks and and loose mechanical parts and he's like testing out his helmet on the tree and then owen i think asked a question to the group and they're like what was your first bike ride and then they're like talking about their bones popping out of their spine or like just the goriest stuff and like dj's getting even more terrified and then that like pays off with him like putting on every piece of clothing and, and, and gear that he can find in the challenge. And, and just a great moment from DJ, like just as this like sort of comedy comedic foil for the episode. And like you said, the bikes were so amazing. Like Lindsay's pony head with like the little tail at the back, you know, Duncan's skull, you know, Gwen's got her bat wings, you know, Jeff's got the picture of Bridget on one of the wheels. Um, I'm trying to remember some of the other like Owens was low down to the ground and just just the great different parts and elements that come together. Yeah, I, I definitely your... I love too how like Chris comes over and is like critiquing all of like their bikes as well is a is a really like nice moment and how when when he gets to DJs he just like is like it's like pretty much just says like this is like completely terrible and like moves on like 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 it's a poor like DJ this episode we never see him actually working on the bike all we see is him like building his like uh like shin pads and like fitting his helmet and then changing it over to like a knight's helmet like not a not a great episode for uh DJ in terms of productivity on the bike uh but definitely a great mo- uh, episode for him character wise 
and the whole like act of building the bikes and then having Chris kind of walk around and look at them all is definitely like another parody of some reality show where like contestants have to make things with their hands and, and like they're judged on the quality of their work or the creativity or stuff like that. So like another fun like reality TV like joke that they kind of throw in there. And especially with DJ getting ripped apart and then other ones being like, oh, interesting and stuff like that, which which is just a fun to ha- thing to have in this episode. But obviously the whole challenge gets like flipped on its head as they're like, OK, it's not enough just to build it. Now you're going to race it. And then it's not enough to just race it. You're going to race another person's bike, which is like the one thing that I was like. I knew that they were racing them, but like I like I'd forgotten that they had to switch them at the point, and I was like, oh, they have to switch them, and I was like, oh, that's right, that's how this starts. And then we get some funny mashups, like you were saying, like I think Duncan is doing Lindsay's bike, so with the pony head, it's just so fun. And then I got Owen on Duncan's, and then other mashups were Jeff's on Brit or not Bridget's, Bridget's gone, um, Jeff on DJ's, and. Or, or the other way around where their bike just disassembles because they didn't make it properly and, and we get massive wipeouts from like three people and uh and who won this was uh well owen won the first race only because he used the super powered uh <laughs> skull that he's got um and then you know Lindsay and gwen and someone else like passed the finish line so the the, the bike of the person that they rode what was it? it's the yeah the the owner i suppose the builder of the bike that crosses the line is then allowed to ride their own bike in the final round it's the most like convoluted classic turtle drama island this doesn't make any sense like you said it's like so twist heavy like if anything you want to kind of lose in the first round so then like with the twist that comes latest like somebody's going home uh, like the, the best option here is to be easy in the genre and and not even compete at all <laughs> yeah like they weren't even <laughs> like they couldn't they've got immunity pretty or invincibility like they were just yeah. gone. <laughs> just having a lovely tour of the island <laughs> yeah like they they should have gotten punished or something but they were like <laughs> pretty much guaranteed immunity because they just ran around the island biking instead of competing like what yeah i love chris's like where, like where's izzy and lashona oh well like we'll just start anyway <laughs> and he knows that this twist is coming up where the last place gets eliminated and he just doesn't care that two people are missing yeah classic chris it's like if jeff started a challenge and someone just wasn't there like when they uh, tribe doesn't show up from their camp oh well one tribe uh, challenge let's go (laughs) like when oh this is a very random forever moment but when gc from gabon goes missing Mm. and they're like we have to leave for the challenge now where is he like that just felt like that moment where like the challenge was happening and someone else was just gone (laughs) but yeah like this so convoluted like you said it makes no sense why they have to switch bikes and and the person whose bike crosses the line is the winner i'm glad that they switched it back for the final race but in like total drama fashion there's another twist on the second race where the winner is immune and the last place gets eliminated you said you didn't remember this this was the one thing i really remembered in this episode what were you thinking had happened in this sort of final leg well i knew it was like a crummy twist um, and I think still kind of like 
even after to explain and throughout the challenge, I just had a really like vivid like memory that like Lindsay wins this challenge, but she gets sent home anyway. So in my head, I'm thinking she's the first to cross, but then she's the only one to cross. So she's going home like for this reason, or I'm like, is it some weird thing where like the bike crosses, but the person doesn't. And it's some like weird convoluted, terrible twist that sends the best character of the season home. I don't know. I just really thought that like, she goes out like winning, like a challenge. So I suppose in some way I thought this twist was like even worse than it ends up being. What was a worse twist, a reality TV twist, this or uh, survivor Australia's dead man walking. <laughs> definitely this <laughs> it's just stupid i'm like how is it the technicality of like last one over the line like i'm like there's still two people on the course i'm like this is stupid i'm like there's, there was no point for them like competing at all like they should have just hopped off their bike at the start like if this is courtney she's getting her lawyers onto it and she's getting reinstated in the game somehow yeah, it's an unfortunate twist. Like I, I just like I was envisioning this the whole time because as the you know they're at the starting line and Heather's like, okay, so this is what's gonna happen. You're gonna do this, and then you're gonna do this, and I'm gonna follow so that I can win. And I was just like, oh, I'm seeing all the hallmarks of what's gonna go wrong in this challenge. I didn't remember specifically that you know the guys had messed up that they were like out of the race. I just remember that they hadn't crossed the finish line, and you know as a result, the only person that had it been immune was eliminated because they had crossed the finish line like it would have served Lindsay better if she just didn't finish um i don't know who would have been eliminated but if she hadn't finished then she would have been right first and last to cross over yeah but she's safe they could have had a pointless no elimination episode which we would have bagged out i think too in my head like i like was remembering too similar to the uh, team like sled challenge where like somebody like rides over a landmine and then they just get catapulted onto like the finish line I don't know I just thought there was a whole lot more to this I agree with you I didn't think it was just like two people didn't like finish at all yeah because the guys wipe out they're unable to finish I guess their bikes were destroyed as well so that like doesn't help but like they were physically unable to finish the race so as by default the second place is last place and then as a result, they're eliminated. Yeah, it was so unfortunate. Like, even though I knew this was coming the second the episode, even this like halfway through the last episode, I knew this was coming this episode. It's still like heartbreaking to see, especially the character that we we've had from the beginning. Like, she's not been invisible at it, you know. She her edic has been pretty strong this whole season. Maybe not strategy strong, but like present. Mm. And I guess we're at that point where like everyone's relatively present like there's no really invisible character jeff but uh <laughs> like there's no major you know high in, like invisible characters so like we're at that point where like the big names are going so it's unfortunate that it happened and especially in this awful way but like there's no other way that Lindsay would get eliminated you know yeah i think like the the one positive is that it's a memorable elimination which i think is kind of uh, what Lindsay deserves i feel like some people maybe don't love her as like much as we do but i kind of feel like she's universally liked uh, amongst fans of the show uh, and if you don't like her don't bother commenting um <laughs> i just everything she's just such like a good character and like she gets the like 
I would. I don't know if I would. I suppose it's character growth that she comes around to to seeing Heather, but she has like these moments of like like brilliance as well where she kind of does come up with some good ideas and then like they immediately get like rebuffed by like heather and she's definitely i think the one who is like holding the alliances together at certain points throughout the season uh definitely kind of the nice one to bell um who probably is a fact that bell stays in the alliance as long as she does yeah and she's got like connections to weak connections but connections to uh greta and laquisha Mm-hmm. And uh, somehow so. Owen this episode. Yeah, she's going to miss Owen most of all. <laughs> but yeah, it was truly tragic that we happened. But obviously, we have to talk about the moment of all moments, the elimination, which was ruined for us when we watched it. I can't believe it. You warned me, and I was still heartbroken when it happened. Yeah, I, yeah, I couldn't, couldn't believe, like... It just seems such, like, a weird thing to, like, dub over. I understand, I suppose, like, the intent is, like, she could say anything that you imagine that she's saying during the time where, like, her whole speech is, like, beeped out. But the fact that they've decided, no, like, that's not appropriate. Um, let's do some, like, dubbing. And, and like, the dubbing itself was really bad as well. Um, like... And the like the lines, no good, selfish, heartless, pushy, bossy, mean, bully of a girl. You really are a two-faced, backstabbing, lying little, no good, selfish, heartless, pushy, bossy, mean, bully of a girl. Like it has nowhere near the same impact as like the original. And the fact that they're repeating like this terrible dub over and over every time she says it. And when she has her toilet confessional, like they've put some terrible like echo effect on it to try and make it seem like she's in confessional saying it. It's just, it's really bad. I kind of love it because it's really bad, but like the original is just so much better. Yeah, and they said the same thing, like, each time. So it wasn't, like, <gasps> shocking, new, new, new. It was just, like, backstabbing, no good, lying little, backstabbing, lying little, no good. And I was just like, okay, what? And she says it out of dub, like, originally in the episode. That's what she says. And then they add that as the dub. So it's, like, two times they say the same thing each chunk. So, like, the first chunk she says it, then the second chunk she says it twice, and then she says it again in the confessional. It's just like, what? Like we were saying before we got on, like the original was fine. It was not vulgar in any way. There was nothing that was said in the original episode that was worthy of covering up, in, at least in our eyes. Yeah, I think too, like it loses its whole, like, it just loses the shock factor. 
<laughs> like this, like even I suppose like even like everything that she says when it's like beeped out seems reasonable because of Heather as a character. But this too, it's like she's not hasn't said anything bad. It doesn't have the same impact. It's not this big moment of realization where everybody else is shocked that like the like nicest character on the season has like come around to realizing how horrible Heather is and is like letting it fly and giving her like what she deserves. I love the fact too that like in the original we get like this her like finger blurred as well as if she's giving Heather the finger and then that's just not included at all in like uh, the Cartoon Network version. I thought it was. Maybe it was, but I'm just going to say they got rid of that as well. Because if, like, her swearing is, uh, like, they can't handle her like, swearing in inverted commas, her being bleeped out, then surely they can't handle a blurred finger. I thought it was, but uh, I guess I'll let you take credit on that one. But, yeah, it the original thing on YouTube, and we've also, you probably also heard it, like, three times already in this episode. It It's the moment, like, and... I can't think of a single moment this season. There are some moments that are like a little, whoa, question mark, like like memorable. Like there's an elimination coming up that I have another memory for, but not for the same reason. And just other moments that come up, but like nothing will ever compare to this moment. And I don't, you know, we're, our memories aren't the sharpest in, in future seasons, but like I can't think of a moment that compares to this. Yeah, I feel like that's just like such a, an amazing moment from such a beloved character that I just like it's just it's become like its own thing. It's like it's like a meme. It's like the like speak up moment. It's one of kind of uh, a couple of like unfair eliminations this season. Potentially the most unfair of all of them, depending depending on who you are. Um, I just think it's great. There's there's nothing terrible about this moment. It's yeah, like you said, it's like the moment of the season, if not kind of the franchise as a whole. And it's such a good reality TV elimination moment. Like these happen all the time. Like think of like I can think of like three different examples. You know, we've got like Judd in Guatemala, which I could compare to. You know, even on dating reality shows, like, uh, you probably won't get this reference, but Pumpkin is elimination from Flavor of Love. Like, there are these just crazy, like, outburst moments where characters just lose it. Uh, even if they're, like, and the joke here is that this is the nicest character and it's happening, but, like, these happen all the time and it's such a good reality TV pull to have in the season. And, like, probably the biggest one, like we were saying, of the series and of the show itself, like, this, like outlandish like elimination that partially like ooh, unfair questionable like she was she was swap swap screwed in a way like uh what just happened to her but like amazing at the same time yeah you know, it's such a mm, standout exit 
I love too, like the the like your shoes are tacky is like the the, the like final insult um, to That's her. Like she, she comes out with all this stuff that she says, and everyone's like kind of shocked. And then it's like the big moment is the big ending is, and also like just for your information, your shoes are tacky. Like typical, like Lindsay giving like fashion advice is like her her final like um, like nail in Heather's coffin. And, like, the different reactions people were giving, like, you know, everyone was shocked at first. And then, you know, you see Gwen, like, in the background, like, smiling so much. And, and Chris is loving it as, like, a host of a TV show. Just, like, the different reactions they're getting from people is just a good kind of highlight of their character as well throughout this whole moment. And then the whole, like, ending of the episode, like, on the dock was touching, too, with her giving really good, nice goodbyes to everyone in classic fashion, messing up their name. And even though it was out of nowhere, the touching moment where she's like, I'm going to miss you the most, Owen. And then the the whole uh, end with her saying, I hope, Tather, like, I hope you get everything karma owes you, which I will say is a total, um, like, foreshadowing to come. I'm just very excited to kind of finish out this season, especially because there's no good character worth here anymore because Lindsay's gone. <laughs> just kidding. We've got great ones, but uh, th- we just lost the best one. <laughs> It's true, and like you said, like at this point, everybody's a big character, but it definitely feels like there's others who should have gone home uh, before Lindsay. But I suppose, kind of as a first-time watcher, like I'm sure this moment kind of it it shocks people and it's unexpected. And um, I suppose we'll get Colin's comment as to uh, whether he thought it was coming or not at a later date. Yeah, I, yeah, that's one thing that's very interesting because, like, we the second we saw the episode, we both knew this was happening, so it wasn't like, oh, there's any suspense about, oh, who goes home this episode? Like, is it, is it Jeff DJ or is it like, like we knew who was happening? So I'm curious to see if other people will see this elimination happening. I mean, other other people, I say other people, it's only Colin that I'm waiting to hear from, but like that the the challenge rules were what eliminated her, and you know we saw a big rise from last episode, but like if you didn't expect this to happen like how you like it's interesting it throws the edgic all in a mess yeah like i can't even imagine like as a first time watch like who you think is going this episode like who's got like big like setup and character moments and then like it comes down to this challenge and like i suppose you're assuming one of duncan or owen is is going home because they're the ones who who stuff up the challenge and their and their names did come up last episode like they were the mm-hmm. bottom three with Bridget, so yeah, that's and I feel we'll see. yeah, both of them are like reasonably prominent in the episode too. Yeah, as like the big stars of the episode, along with these two girls. So yeah, interesting. We'll see what he has to say. I'm excited to get him on next episode to chat about the the fallout from this episode and see where we go. Because I honestly don't entirely remember where we go next episode. Do you? No, I feel like this is one that that like. It throws everything up in the air. Like, this is, like, another reminder that I suppose, like, nobody's safe at this point in time. You can be a a big character or a a minor character, and either way, like, you could be in trouble. Um, I I feel like it's something we've lasted so much longer than I remember. Um, For sure. (laughs) Keen to see, like, yeah, how it plays out. I have a strong suspicion I know who goes next, but... I could be wrong based on the way that this has been going. I thought Bridget was gone a lot sooner than she was. I thought Trent was a lot longer than he was. So, Yeah, I feel like there's three characters in my head who I feel like could be next, but it could be anybody at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, e- even 
the people we know that win. <laughs> it could be them. Could be. You know, Total Drama Island, they like their alternate versions. So uh, who knows what uh, the version uploaded to YouTube is that I'm watching. <laughs> yeah. YouTube, fix your, your episodes. <laughs> Upload the right ones. Um, what would you uh, rate this episode? I, I mean, it's an obvious buy. Okay. Um, just, yeah. As a whole, it's brilliant, but just the the last five minutes alone, I would I'd gladly pay money for. It's it's uh, it's actually weirdly on the one hand, it's a total bin because of the result, <laughs> but the episode itself is that great that it's a it's obviously a buy. But like you know, you want to bin the result. Like I want like I want an alternate episode for this mm. one, where like Lindsay wins the race and she's immune or something like that. I just want that edit. Yeah, Heather gives up invincibility for some unknown reason yeah what what would that solve that would only that would eliminate Heather right well I don't know what happens like like I don't understand like the only way you can be safe is if Heather gives up invincibility then like what happens like is does Heather go home as the only other person to cross the line or then we just getting like a standard like uh like campfire ceremony like it's a it's a weird moment when like uh, Chris brings that up as like an alternative, and like Lindsay really seems to, like want Heather to give up invincibility. So it kind of it seems in my head that like she wouldn't immediately be going home as like an alternate. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like they shouldn't have included that because it takes away the the meanness of Heather when she's like, I could save you, but I'd go home. So like I'm not like. Mm. Because if anyone was in that situation, like we, w- I wouldn't give up my immunity no, to save no. someone else. Like so, like it's extra mean because she doesn't give it up. Like that's the, supposed to be the thing. But like if she goes home in their place, then it's not extra mean. It's real and fair. So yeah, yeah. it was really random. Should have had a fifty-fifty coin at this point. Oh. <laughs> and, and Lindsay would have been safe because the queens uh, flip it on the safe side. This is true. <laughs> 100% track record on the 50-50 coin. So I know stat people out there are picky on their survivor and uh, immunity show advantages. So it's a it's 100% foolproof right now. Uh, and then and uh, coming in second place on a race is 100% uh, foolproof to go. So don't win a ra- don't get second place in the next race, everyone. But yeah, um, we're rambling on here talking about survivor. Um, how is it? I don't know. Uh, not as long as an episode as we thought, but like, there's not too much to say when television is perfection. This is true. I feel like we talk about hardly anything outside that moment, but like, it just is the moment, the climax of the episode, the climax of the season. It's been what an 18 episode storyline that we've been following along. So, um, yeah, I think like other like storylines are like wrapped up in two episodes or are really badly handled, but I think this alliance and the breakdown is really well uh, developed throughout the show and and it's a satisfying satisfying conclusion just despite uh, the outcome of of Lindsay going home. Yeah, uh I can I really can't wait to see what Colin has to say about these episodes. And he better watch the right version and mm. not the wrong version. Who knows what he's getting on Netflix. But uh, but we'll be here next week for whatever episode comes next. Who knows what's coming up next? Who knows who goes next? Put your predictions down below. Who you think's going next? And 
maybe we'll give a prize to the winner. Not really, but we're just going to say we give prizes. Colin will give a prize to you. Give invincibility to who has the best prediction and who has the second best prediction, we'll send you home. Yeah, we'll block you from our feed, so <laughs> you can't listen anymore. Uh, that, that sounds like a gift, not a punishment. Mm, but um, That might be the first prize, I think. Yeah, we'll block you from the feed, and, and we'll bring you on if you're second place for an episode. <laughs> as punishment but yeah that's it uh stay tuned we'll be here next week covering some episode episode whatever number whatever title probably some stupid challenge that we're gonna controversially talk about but uh maybe it's got some surprise hidden immunity idols in it that we get to discuss strategy on and get out here you two-faced backstabbing lying little downloading this episode from the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as find out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at the Oz network.net. Thanks once again for listening and we'll speak to you next time.